Hello, thanks for tuning in for another week of the Business Plan Podcast. My name is Brian Colvin. And I'm Renee Taylor. We are certified public accountants in Asheville, North Carolina. We started this podcast to answer the tax and business questions we get asked all the time. So whether you're listening to our podcast while working, riding your mountain bike, or just hanging in your hammock, we're really glad you're here. Hey, Brian, what's going on? Hi, Renee. Is it cold where you are? It's really cold where I am today. Yeah, I see you're wearing a hat. I'm wearing a hat. Yeah, but you know, another thing about my hat is that it covers up my hair, which yeah. I don't have to worry about not having uncombed hair. So my hat is <laughs> it is one of the, yet another reason why I love winter is I get to wear my hat and I have to care yeah. less about my hair. Not that I do that much anyway, but <laughs> but it is cold. It's winter. Winter is here. Yeah. Now that's a, I can't see the top of your head, but is that a, a sports affiliated? It, it is. It okay, is. Now it is, I see. It is a Panthers, Carolina Panthers hat. I am a Carolina Panthers fan girl. In fact, I'm wearing a. Oh my goodness. Are you yeah. going to like a game this afternoon? Is there. No. And, and, the, and anybody who follows NFL knows how bad my Panthers are doing this year. <laughs> they have totally cratered from their awesome Super Bowl year. I'm, yeah. I'm starting to understand what it feels like to be a Browns fan. Oh, it's okay, man. Oh, man. So what are we talking about today? Not football, although I totally could. Let's not. (laughs) Let's talk about pricing, pricing your service oriented business. Brian and I have service oriented businesses. Many of our uh, own clients do, and maybe probably a lot of our listeners offer their services as, as well. So thinking about your pricing strategy right from the beginning, um, is an important topic. I certainly gave it a lot of thought in my business. I think Brian did as well. Um, in a way, thinking about how to price your services is like the most important part of what we've even talked about on this podcast. It's like, yeah. how, how are you going to make the money for what it is you're selling? So we're going to yep. we're going to share our opinions on that today. And and cool. so and it's my turn to ask the question this week, the personal <laughs> question. This is how Brian and I learn a little bit more about each other, and we share some uh, things with you go- with you guys. So we seem like humans. Our deepest, and our by- deepest secrets with right. our listeners. Exactly. Well, maybe not that. <laughs> okay. So Brian, if you were to treat yourself to the finer things in life, what would that finer thing or things be? Um. What would those finer things be? You know, the first thing to come to mind. It's, I'm kind of a foodie. Mm-hmm. I have a, you know, I talk about, I actually went to culinary school years ago. So I still probably the finer things are, you know, I might go to the finer grocery store and get those kind of things that are a little bit more expensive mm-hmm. than most people think is just kind of silly to spend money on. But so, so like $10 for a mushroom or something like that? Yeah, you know, yeah, like going to the seafood market and spending too much money on fish or mm-hmm, something of that mm-hmm, nature. Mm-hmm. That's a good yeah. one. So yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, I, I do like my food and the finer cheeses. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. That's I what I would too. do. Well, I, I have a bigger bigger notion. And as a matter of fact, this question segues interestingly into what I'm doing right now. In fact, we could even talk about this on a podcast. I have become obsessed with airline points and miles and managing credit card (laughs) strategies to uh, obtain uh, points 
and, and use them for um, this, which is the finer thing that I want. I just looked at the United Airlines Polaris business class um, like service. So like flying all the way across the pond, all the way over to Thailand in business class with those lie down seats and like your wine gets served in a glass and your food gets served on China. <laughs> I am now, I am determined to cause this to happen. And that would yeah. be by far probably the finest thing I've ever done is <laughs> like yeah. gut fly in business class or business first as it's known. All the way, all the way over to Thailand. 16-hour flight, let me tell you. It's a long one. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That, that's my current, uh, maybe in a year from now, I'll be able to report if I actually was able to do that. <laughs> but that's my current obsession. Yeah, I would, probably, I would probably just take a sleeping pill and dream about being up there in first class. But you too can do it with wine. Prudent, prudent use of miles. Obtaining that's true. credit card miles, yeah. So that's very that's true. What, that's what I'm into right now. So okay, but nobody, nobody cares about that. Let's talk about pricing. <laughs> Let's talk about the real thing. The real thing. All right. Yeah. So if you're if you're in the service business, if you're selling your services, if you know you're a graphic designer, web designer, um, any of those things, it gets it can get really difficult trying to figure out what you're charging for your services. Mm-hmm. So. I know for myself, I reached out and talked to other CPAs and other people in the business about how they charge for their, their services. And it's always difficult um, because in the accounting businesses, in the accounting business, uh, most people charge just an hourly rate, mm-hmm. which really doesn't give you any information on how much you're going to pay for your services. So if you say, you know, I may, you know, I charge uh, $50 an hour mm-hmm. um, or you go to somebody that charges $250 an hour, your first reaction, well, I want to go to the 50 mm-hmm. hour dollar a person, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what you don't know is that the 250 hour dollar a person probably doesn't do hardly any of your return. All the other folks that are helping him do the returns are on another tax rate. Tax return. Tax um, return, you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ta- yeah. That your tax return. And so, you know, if the $50 person takes uh, 10 hours mm-hmm. and the $250 an hour person takes one hour, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to be better off getting the person that's more expensive. So mm-hmm. that's why it's really difficult to figure out what kind of value you're getting mm-hmm. when you when you go to someone of that nature. And the same thing with web designers and graphic designers. If you're charging by the hour... Um, it's hard for your your customers to come to you and know how much they're they're going to pay for your services, and we find this in the accounting business as well. Is when we say, um, you know, we're going to charge this much an hour, and we're not sure. Uh, a lot of times, it comes out that um, the, the the customers, the clients, are a little bit surprised uh, if when they get their returns because they they just don't know how much you're going to charge them. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they're always really surprised, either surprised happy or surprised mm-hmm, sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Usually the latter, I think. With a- Re- yeah, because yeah. they don't. Yeah. So and then and then what happens in in our business is that. Um, to help the person not have that kind of shock when we tell them, then we're going to give them a, a kind of a rough estimate of how, what we think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So now what we've done, if we've gone from hourly to telling them it's going to be X to X. Mm-hmm. So basically what we've done is we've set kind of a fixed price. So now we have to do the return within that fixed price range we've given them. Mm-hmm. So a small percentage of our profession are going to the point where we're just giving a fixed price. Mm-hmm. 
So we just say, you know, if your your return, I've looked at your return, I can see everything. You know, if nothing else changes, um, with I'll do these things. If something changes, this price will change, but I'm going to charge you X. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And usually clients are very receptive to that because they know exactly what they're going to pay for their services and they can see the value in it. And as a, a practitioner, we're able to say, well, for this price, this is what we're giving you. It's just not an hourly rate. We're going to we're going to look at your tax return. We, we, we kind of lay out all the different services that we do for them, mm-hmm. especially for a lot of my clients is because I work with them on a monthly basis doing accounting and consulting and things. Then um, I can I can show them the value that they're getting for their hourly their excuse me, their monthly rate. And it works pretty well. The problem with doing that is, is setting that price. Mm-hmm. So exactly. <clears throat> that's the, that's know, the hardest I, thing of all. <laughs> Right. And it's, you know, looking at what the client needs and mm-hmm. seeing what kind of things that um, they expect from you and then trying to do it for that mm-hmm. price is always a little bit of a, mm-hmm. a, a difficulty. But it's, you like, also a, it's think like an about, art, really. It's more of an art than a science. Fig- figuring that out. And different people have different, you know, expectations. But in general, what, what I think you're saying, and it's important, is that, uh, and, and, and again, we're talking about our businesses, but this can apply to anybody who does projects for people like a tax return is kind of like a project or the, the, the yeah. building of a website is, I think, more like a project. So you just kind of offer a f- if the customer knows that you're going to do this project, you're going to and they're going to get this thing. They're going to get a tax return or they're going to get a completed website and it's going to cost X. It's very easy to conceptualize from the customer's point of view whether or not that seems like a good idea. I mean, is that a good value or not? Like, she's going to prepare my return for $1,000 and he's going to do it for $500. You know, I don't know. You, you, you can more compare and contrast versus if someone's saying, I charge $100 an hour. Right. And, and there's also the matter of it puts you at odds with the person, the, the service provider. If I say... You know, you want me to do the job really quickly so that you pay less, but I'm compelled, maybe, I'm not personally, but say I was, compelled to take a lot of time so I can bill for more hours. It immediately puts the client and the service provider at odds. Right. So that's maybe another reason to avoid hourly billing. Right. And you, you as a practitioner, maybe a website designer, there's probably certain parts of your business you do, you know... Um, a lot faster than others. So if you're charging an hourly rate, there's things that you're undercharging for. Yeah, because so as you, you become more efficient. Right. As you become, you know, you can always up your rates, but then, mm-hmm. you know, folks are kind of, and then you're playing that kind of game. But if you just say, I'm, you know, um, here's the website, mm-hmm. you, here's what we're going to do for you. And it's X and you do it really quickly. Then there's more value for you. And the customers already got that value because they agreed to that value. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they've mm-hmm. already said, that's a, that's a good value. I think what you're doing is a good thing. And then you do it quickly and then there's no dispute. I think a good, I think, uh, one good example is that kind of think about like a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. So a real estate agent, um, has to know people and you know a lot of them it's not kind of uh, it is what they know but who they know and they've been in the business so if you look at them if they charge an hourly rate to help you out sell your sell your house mm-hmm. um they would benefit from not wanting to sell your house quickly mm-hmm. but spending more time on it so they would make more money putting more listings out you know um not selling the house however 
you know, if you've got a $10 million house and they sell it, they put it on, on the market and they sell it in five minutes because they know a buyer, mm-hmm. for instance, mm-hmm. or, you know, they know how to target that correct buyer. Mm-hmm. Um, for that five minutes of work, you know, it's it's more than five minutes, obviously, listing, et cetera, et cetera. But um, they're going to make a ton of money off of that, right? But the the value to the client is is that, that you just sold your house really quickly. So, yeah, it was worth it's it. It's awesome. Exactly. So, Right. So I think, you know, there's different examples of that in accounting and things. I've heard one example where someone helped a client kind of, you know, in valuations and things of that nature and valuing businesses that they are starting to, instead of charging an hourly rate, they charge a percentage like a real estate agent. Mm, interesting. Because, mm. because sometimes, you know, it only, if you're trying to, if you think, your business is valued at X, but it's the, an accountant can go to it and say, no, it's really, you know, X, X, X. Mm-hmm. Then there's some value there that might only take you a couple hours, but the client makes a whole lot of money. Uh-huh. So, so you should share can, in that. That's the more of the rising tide lifts all boats kind of things. Exactly. I mean, that's kind of yeah. the point is like, if you've helped someone in this, in this scenario you're talking about here, which is even a little different than the fixed pricing, it's more of like a percentage of whatever, it right. could be a percentage of sales or it could be a percentage of evaluation that that you uh, the person sells their business for that amount and you get a percentage of the cost like a real estate commission I mean that that's a whole nother way of thinking about it I mean so like let's just say you um, I'm just trying to think about other scenarios in which like a person could apply that because I, I find right. that very interesting so like, you think about so the website designer maybe not going at it as an hourly type thing so mm-hmm. you're a web designer and you're really good at what you do you're good at seo um search engine optimization you're good at putting uh, a website up that's very unique that'll get a lot of traffic um so you're going to charge an hourly rate and let's say you're going to charge the client five thousand dollars for that site so that's that's one way to think about it so let's think about it another way Let's say that I'm a really good web designer and I know I can increase your traffic by 500% in the next year. Mm-hmm. If we look at your bottom line and I increase your, your bottom line by 500%, you're going to make um, an extra $150,000 mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So now I just did something because I have a unique set of skills that helped you make a whole lot more money. But I charge you $5,000, but your value is that I can almost guarantee um, and, and show that, you know, I have folks that have done this other this right. thing for and they've increased and you're going to make $150,000. Right. Now you look at your prices and go, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's just a small little speck of the money that I earned for them through my work. Right. I mean- so if you can say like in if you can go up to a client and say, you know, you know, what if I just say hypothetically that I can increase your sales by 500%? What would the, what, what, what would that that mean to you? you? What's your value there? And, and what this does sometimes it'll, it'll create an anchor for your client, your Mm -hmm. customer, Mm -hmm. right? What would you pay to make another $150,000? You know, Mm. would you pay 20% of that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a so really good. You, that's a really good way to frame it. That's a good question. Right. So if you pay twenty percent of that, and that's thirty thousand dollars, when I say instead of five thousand, if I say it's going to be fifteen thousand dollars for your, my website because I'm very unique, then they're like, "Well, yeah, that's half of what <laughs> exactly. I was thinking." Yeah, exactly. That's really good. Yeah. So that's another way to think about it, and 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 really, there is that value because if if someone came to me and said that same thing, and they had you know, they could do that for me and increase that traffic. I would definitely think about, you know, 
it would be a good value for me because I'm. I, I'd rather have. I'd rather be making eighty five percent more yeah. and giving them fifteen percent oh, more. Oh yeah, right? yeah, so. I, yeah. I mean, I think that's really interesting. And now I'm thinking about how can I cause that to occur in my own business. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> if if you go to the rising tide lifts all boats, and through your effort, I mean, it's really hard to maybe do this as an accountant because we don't. Right. You know, we just kind of do things that kind of have to be done. But if you're a web de- designer, a web developer, or, and I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but there's bound to be other, um, you know, service yeah. type jobs out there that work for customers and for those customers, they increase those customers' bottom line. It does seem only fair that the service provider could share in those profits, right. you know? I think another point too is when you're thinking about pricing, um, is that you you need an outside source to look at your pricing. You if you're if you know a great thing is a spouse if you're if or you know some type of uh, a really close friend that can help you look at your 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 pricing and they they're going to say yeah that's pretty good or mm-hmm. you know It's true. Historically it's like you know I know you spend a lot of time on this and you're worth a lot more than that. Right, exactly. Um, especially if you can find someone in your own business that can look at your things and compare you know if you can find a uh, a group of other like-minded people that are web designers and, you know, have a think tank with them and go over pricing, it can really be beneficial to your business. And also, and I think it's important too, to remember our spouses and partners and even our friends. It's kind of like, I have one really frugal, cheap friend. And if I asked her, like, um, I'm going to start charging this to do tax <laughs> returns, she'd be like, that is insane. But then I might ask somebody else and she would be like, that seems fair. That seems like a reasonable right. price for the amount of knowledge and skill that you have to apply to that task. Right. So I think, I think also another gauge I know for me is if I start getting frustrated with a client, it's probably because I'm not charging enough. Exactly. Oh, I know this for sure for myself. Right. Yeah. And that's something our listeners could, could remember as well. If you find yourself getting cranky and, and the, you know, yeah. I mean, usually any amount of crankiness can be overcome by being compensated <laughs> properly. I mean, really, you know, it's you can true. kind of deal with whatever if you're making enough money, if you feel like it's worth your time um, and, and, and effort. It's a yeah. Good point. You need to, you need to build that into your pricing, that crankiness. Mm-hmm, that's right. That's so, sometimes referred to as scope creep, I guess. Like yeah. if you, um, what you're doing you're, you're going to build a website or you're going to prepare a tax return. And sometimes, I mean, I, I don't know that you would actually say part of scope creep is client crankiness, but you know, it could be <laughs> if you start getting real cranky or like don't follow through on what I've asked you to do, or I need things in order to complete this on time and you're not like doing it and it's making me anxious or angry, then yeah, I mean, you got to build that in. I think build, right. build flexibility and to be like, um, well, this you know, I said I was going to be done by Friday, but you haven't given me what I need. So now the price goes up because I'm going to have to rush it now and, and move other clients around so that I can finish your thing. Um, so, yeah, yeah, always just because we're advocating for fixed type prices for with certain projects doesn't mean that it's set in stone. And you have to leave right. yourself that leeway with the customer to be able to, you know, and, and be pl- you know clear about it. Like there's a. If if this happens, the price is going to go to this type of a thing. Right. And definitely have a contract that spells out what you're going to do. Yep. So then if something comes up, then, you know, you said you're going to build a website and then you say, well, it's going to cost this much. And, you know, they call back and they say, well, I want to 
I want a website and I want to start selling things. Well, that's outside the scope of what we talked about. So we're going to have to figure out how much that's going to cost you. I mean, think about contractors do it all the time. Exactly. So, that's exactly you know, right. A change, a change order is a, a breach in scope. Yeah, that's so, great. Change order. That's a good, good way to think about it. Yeah. So with fixed pricing, so there are times when fixed pricing... Uh, Sometimes you just have no idea what it's going to take to get into something. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you m- there might find times when fixed pricing is just a, it's the only option you have, and you're gonna you're gonna do it and get into it and see what happens, and then maybe you update your client or where, where you're at with the cost and all that stuff. Also, when you take on a job, if you're so if you when you do as a website and you're trying to do a quote for someone, um, I think it's okay to say. You know, if okay, so you want me to investigate everything that's about your business. You want me to spend several hours figuring out a plan for your business. I think it's okay to say, well, that's going to cost you three hundred dollars mm-hmm. absolutely from the get go. Absolutely, I think saying that if you know, for me to spend this time and for that three hundred dollars, I'm going to come back to you and I'm going to give you the results of what I exactly. found and what I think what I think you need to do, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to give you another quote for or the quote for what. I'm going to charge you to fix these things. Oh yeah. I love that. And if you don't, if you don't like what I'm doing or you don't like that quote, you're welcome to take my, my examples and go do them yourself or find someone else. I love that but, idea of like investigating and right. attaching but it's a price gonna, to that. But it's going to cost $300 because if not, you're going to have people that come to you and maybe they're just trying to find that anchor price. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'd already found somebody to do that website, but they just need to, their boss needs another quite price quote, but it's mm-hmm. going to take you five or six hours to get a price quote on this. So don't be afraid to say, you know, it's going to cost you this much money to get that price quote. Plus that kind of, it, it you know, another thing we haven't talked about is that um, with the fixed pricing is that if you throw something out there and you put, you know, uh, your best effort out there and you've got it at a price, like if I know this person's a little aggravating, I'm still going to mm-hmm. be happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I, I put, I put all of those in there and, um, I give it to them and I think it's a fair price for what I've got. And I give it to them and they say, no, mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's another important, important corollary is you have to be willing to walk away. I mean, you can't, it's, this is sort of like a psychological thing. You lose self-respect if you don't, you know, right. kind of adhere to your own standards in terms of yeah. pricing. Yeah. Be it's willing, hard be if, you're, to say if no. you're a creative person and you don't do, there's no way to do something over and over on a very timed basis where you can cut time and cost and kind of be the Walmart of, mm-hmm. you know, there is already the Walmart yeah, of website building, for sure. you know? So, um, if you want to compete that way, then you, that's a different scenario. But what you want to do is add value to what's going on. And if people don't see that value, then you need to let them go and they need to go find that cheaper thing. Because if the only thing they're basing their decision on is cost, yeah. that's probably probably not a good client for a lot of people unless yeah. you're mm-hmm. into, unless you're competing on cost. Right, exactly. But And some people are, yeah. but a lot of service-oriented people like ourselves, you know, you're, you're offering a customized, you're offering a customized service, personalized custom. It's not, it's not the Walmart of, of service, you know, it's, it's not, I mean, Walmart's <laughs> right. good for some things, right? I mean, it's not the yeah. end of the world, but, um, yeah, it's, it's very different. It's very Someone different. will always come out with a lower price than you. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's probably so a when key you takeaway. On, don't compete on price. Yeah. When you <laughs> don't compete, <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't compete on price. That's true. 
Yeah. So uh, that's kind of the, the pricing in a, in a nutshell as such. But I think the takeaways are, you know, if you're doing, if you're a service oriented person, don't just think of fixed pricing because I think it's a disservice to the client. And I think you're leaving a lot of money on the table and value on the table. And I think you can have very happy, you can be happy and your clients can be happy um, with a fixed pricing kind of scenario if you can do it correctly. And there's a lot of, if you know, if this is something that interests you, there's a lot of other resources on the internet and such that you can um, touch base with and learn more about it. Yeah, I'll we put just a few of, of our we glazed over the surface. favorites in the, I'll put a few of my personal favorites in the show notes. Some of the things that are cool. really good sort of beginner uh, pieces of info about pricing. Yeah. So yeah, you can tell that Brian and I are not huge fans of hourly pricing. In fact, um, no, if someone ever asks me, and occasionally people do because people think that CPAs work in this way. How much do you charge per hour for this? I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to answer, you know, uh, deer in headlights. A million dollars an hour, but I'm yeah, really right. fast. So, <laughs> so we're not big fans of hourly pricing. We do believe in, in trying to bundle your services or create a, create a project out of the thing. And, and try to right. and give more of a fixed price. Hourly pricing is just going to go down a bad way. Puts you at odds with the customer. Right. And then the more efficient you get at providing the service, what used to take you 10 hours now only takes you five. Well, why should you make less money? Because <laughs> you're getting better at it. Right. You know? Yep. It's like yep. it's all the more reason to just try to move your mind away from thinking about hourly pricing. Cool. Well, I think that does it. Thanks for listening. Yep, thanks everybody. We want to give a shout out to our sponsors, which for now are our firms, ReneeTaylorCPA.com and ColvinCPA.com. Please visit our website at TheBusinessPlan.co and sign up for our mailing list. If you find the show helpful, we'd appreciate it if you'd leave a review on iTunes. Everyone's business and tax situation is unique, so please don't act on the advice given in the podcast without consulting a professional. See you next week on the Business Plan Podcast.